0: Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good day and a good week. In today's podcast, I wanted to talk about the stages of grief during and right before going no contact with your mom. And I'm going to say mom instead of mother, father. It takes too long, just mom you get it. It's the narcissist or the toxic person. Because I've said that before. It doesn't really matter what, what you label them. So do you, are you interested? These are ones I came up with from my experience. As opposed to um, books that say that you go through the normal stages of grief but that's not 100% the case, okay? The normal stages of grief are um, denials, the first thing, right? Usually. And then you have anger, depression, the other feelings in the, in the middle. And then at the end, you come to accept it. You come to acceptance. With going no contact, the first stage must be acceptance. It is acceptance. In order for you to be able to distance yourself from this person. To heal. To, to do anything. You have to accept who they really are. Okay. And acceptance is not in and of itself one thing acceptance means a lot of different things right with acceptance you have to be clear on your mother's intention you have to be clear that she's not changing which goes into my other stage of going back from hope to hopeless Hope to hopeless, and not hopeless in a bad way. I mean, hopeless as in you no longer have hope that your parent, your mom, is going to change. Right? She's not going to change. So, acceptance means knowing these things, knowing who she is, knowing what. A toxic person is. Learning about that. Because like I said before. It doesn't matter if they're a narcissist. Or borderline personality disorder. Who is malignant. Or any of the cluster. B personality disorders. Like antisocial. Which means that they just. Don't think the laws apply to them. So they, they push the boundaries on that. Um, it doesn't matter. If. If you know that they're toxic, if you know that they're lying to you, that they're manipulating you, if you find out things later that you've heard from family members, you know that they're toxic, right? And then you start to see other things that they've done to you. You know, why have I been depressed all these years? Oh, because mom has been manipulating me. And if I did something she didn't like, then she put me through the ringer. She didn't let me live. That was my my mother with, with a boyfriend I had. Right? When I was in my 30s, by the way. This isn't even... As a teenager, she did it too. But this was in my 30s. So, that's... That's the first step is real acceptance. And I know a lot of times that you guys have a hard time with the acceptance piece. And there's nothing that I can say or do for you to accept your mom for who she is. There's nothing I can do. Right. That's something that comes from within you. Right. I can open your eyes. I can try. But it's not going to mean that I'm going to open your eyes. I know this, um, I have a friend myself who, yeah, it's taken me a while and she's starting to see a little bit more of her mom's behavior, but there's not, I I know that really there isn't anything I can do to convince her, um, or to see her mother for who her mother truly is, right? Um, that is something that, that you have to yourself you have to understand it it's an insight it's an it comes from inside of you right so you may understand that certain things that your mom has done are wrong but you can excuse them away i did that for many many years even googling why i don't get along with my mother and i'm an adult daughter And I see narcissistic mother, and I read it, and I see all of the narcissistic traits. And in my own head, I said, absolutely, my mother is this and that and this and that, until I, until something really happened to make me say, she's a narcissist. There's nothing anyone could do to to show it to me or not that anybody attempted, but it it usually happens that way that we kind of figure it out on our own. And then we have we ask for help at that point. So if you want to go no contact before you go no contact, you have to be in total acceptance that this is who your mother is. Right. And again, Along with the acceptance is letting go of hope. And that's a, that's my second stage. And my second stage is, it's, it's like the grief, the uh, Kubler-Ross grief stages, right? The ones I mentioned before. Hope and hopelessness. Kind of, they go hand in hand and you go back and forth. There are going to be days that you wake up and you're like, she can change. She's going to call me or you want her to call you, right? And then there's those days that you'll wake up and you're going to realize this is never going to change. She hasn't changed in 30 years, 40 years, 60 years, what, however many years it's been since you were born and however old you are now, right? That's how many years for me it was 42 years I'm 46 now right she's never going to change nothing is going to change her me screaming at her is not going to change me telling her showing her all of the things that she's done wrong to me that's not going to change her she's not going to one day wake up and be another person and be self-reflective and say oh I did these horrible things to my daughter because they don't change and not only do they not change they did those things on purpose they know what they did that's what they do that's what a toxic person does a toxic person feeds off of your pain of your emotions of your reactions to their extremely bad behavior. So that's that's number 1 and number 2 right there. Acceptance and hope and hopelessness that I put in as one, okay? Because I know you go back and forth on that especially in the beginning. As more time goes by, you will be more in the hopelessness p- place and realize there is no hope for this. She's not going to change. And you may even, on the days where you're a little bit weaker and you're in that hope, you may actually either attempt a contact and immediately realize, oh, I made a mistake. Because that's something that a lot of us do. I have not done that. Um, I once I cut contact with her, I cut contact with her. Um, I'm that type of person, and I don't think I'm stronger than anyone because I'm not. I'm not stronger. It's just by the time that I cut someone out of my life, I've given them so many opportunities to show me that they cared about me. I've given given them a million chances that by the time that I make that choice, I have no doubt that I've made the right choice because I've already let them abuse me for a long time. So it's not that I'm tougher than anyone else. It's more that I've seen over and over and over and over and over and over again, and it gets to the point where I can't do it anymore and I have to cut them out. So that's, that's, you know, that's what happened with a friend family with my mother was different. You guys have heard me tell you the story, the three brothers, which led up to me realizing she was narcissistic for real. And then the one, the hurricane passed and and we didn't have electricity and, and they did. My parents did and I only found out because I called to see how they were doing and they told me that they they had power since the night before and they hadn't told me so she was punishing me she wanted me to die so I, I you know how, how could I accept that that was it that That was the straw and like I said it, it was many many things that happened before that that was the last straw so I know how difficult it is because there is guilt, right? And I would say that's another big stage because there's not one person that doesn't say, I went no contact and how do I deal with the guilt? And I'm going to give you an actual concrete way to deal with the guilt, okay? I know in my last podcast, I talked about things and that there was not a concrete thing to do, It was just about kind of reminding yourself that people who are toxic shouldn't be taking um, your time in your head. But this is concrete. This is something you can physically do, and it's so freaking helpful. Do you want to um, make your guilt at least lessen? Make a list. Of all of the things that your mom did to you. Make a list. Of everything. All the manipulations. The things that she did at holidays. The things that she ruined for you. The controlling behaviors. The things that you've done in your life. Based on her Um, manipulating you into doing it but you really didn't want to Um, if there was physical abuse sexual abuse write it down write a list stick it somewhere where you can see it for a while and tell me if you feel guilty for not talking to her again this goes into guilt runs into now if you do this, anger. Anger is actually one of my favorite stages of this no contact. Anger is empowering in good in certain situations. Anger is um it just gives you this sense of oh i can do this you know it's the fire that keeps you from going back you need to fan that fire okay in most situations anger is a bad thing anger is not always a bad emotion every emotion in our body in our mind has a purpose right Guilt is one of the ones that it does have a purpose, but usually in modern day, guilt is just used to manipulate. But all of our emotions have a purpose or had a purpose. Anger is one that I personally, it depends on how you use your anger right you don't want to be angry and then start beating people up that's that's not what i mean i mean anger in which an anger that pushes you to do something that's good for you and that happens all the time because that's what anger is really meant for and that anger that you're going once you have accepted who she is you have a list Of all the concrete evidence you have. Which takes that guilt feeling away. Which is the guilt is what what actually feeds into that hope. That false hope that she's going to change. Right? Because you want to stay in in that hopelessness place. Where you know she's not going to change. She has done all of this to me. For all of these years and she continues to do it and by the way this came up on the Instagram page how they get worse as they get older 100% true the wor- the older they are the worse they are because as it, and there's a reason for it I can explain it to you real quick the older they are the less supply that they're getting um, because they're, they're suppliers they're I'm going to call them suppliers from now on. They start to die. Or because they're older, it's harder for them to keep up the mask. the, The facade of who they are. And the rotting person that really exists under there is starting to show through. And people are starting to turn their backs on them. Including those... Flying monkeys in that maybe in the beginning of the no contact were just horrible to you may actually be starting to see the truth. Now, I know that I, I can get pushback on this and, and people say, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. people don't see it. That's true. Sometimes people don't see it. And that's fine. That's not your problem. doesn't matter what other people think. And, and that is the truth. That is one thing you have to come to terms with. But anger, going back to anger, anger is that fuel that is going to keep you going. Because you are going to think about that pet that your mom got rid of. Alright? That came up with me recently in my head and it's kind of, it comes and goes. But I had a cat for a very long time. She was mine. Um, she actually lived with me, not with her. And my mom got rid of her and I know it was her. Um, so anything that can keep that fire going is going to keep you safe from going back. From, from breaking no contact. Right? So you need that anger. And you need to push that guilt away. But it's her birthday, and this is okay. Yes, I understand. It's her birthday, and you always send her a gift or a card or you call her. But did she call you on your birthday? Was it sincere? You know, you got to think about those things. You got to think about the... um, The things that they don't do for you, you can't just give and give and give without anything in return. That's not a give and take relationship with a person. That's what relationships are. That's what a human being is. It's a give and take. You're there for them. You're there for that other person when they need you. And they're there for you when you need them. And outside of something going wrong, it's just a happy, free give and take. But that's not who they are. So don't forget that. It's acceptance. And those of you that are teetering, when I made that emotional distancing podcast, I was talking about people who cannot leave the narcissist, the mom, who have, who have decided, and that is fine if you need to do that, Who have decided that they're going to care for them in their old age. That's your choice. When I get a person telling me. I just called my mom and this and they complain. Okay. They are still in the problem and they're not in the solution. Because they're not doing anything to help themselves. If you call your mom and you're putting yourself out there for her. Then you have to expect. That you're going to get abused. She's not going to change. Don't ask me. (laughs) And I say this because. Someone actually asked me this once. How do I make her stop? The only way I know. To make someone stop. Their behavior. Is to get a gun. (laughs) You know. I am not saying to kill your mother. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to make light of the situation. You can't stop them. There's no way to stop them. You're not going to stop them. You cannot change someone else's behavior. Even your own mother's. Even if you think that you give them a consequence. Like I won't let them see my children. The only reason that you should keep your kids away from your parents. Is to protect the kid. It should have nothing to do with getting even with the parent. Right? So full acceptance, anger, hope and hopelessness. Okay. But we need those things in order to continue no contact. There is a lot more to this. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But I wanted to give you guys my version of the, the grief, right? The stages of grief when it comes to no contact because it is not exactly the same as mourning a dead person because they're not dead no matter what they're gonna they're going to continue they're going to hoover you there so it's it's not the same as the stages of grief yes you're going to feel some sadness and guilt and that's where i told you what to do about the guilt right And the sadness comes in because we realize we were never loved the way we deserved to be loved just because we exist. All right, guys, I just want to tell you one thing. My husband and I have decided to do a podcast together, and I think you guys would completely enjoy it because my husband is very funny and I think that me and him together would have really good takes on and this is this is where we went, believe it or not, we're big the Walking Dead fans. So we're gonna review most likely the World Beyond, right? The new show that came out on about the you know in The Walking Dead WDU, The Walking Dead Universe. Um, also the TV show on CBS called Evil. If you have not seen it, it is now, um, it's a new release on Netflix. I saw that so quickly. I went episode after episode. It is fantastic if you like supernatural things, but this is with a big old twist, okay? Um, the description in Netflix is not enough. I am telling you this show is just fantastic because it keeps you wondering the whole time and i love shows like that and amazon also has a series of what i would call movies um it's similar to black mirror where strange things happen Um, we're going to review those as well. I think my, my husband has different takes on things and he notices things that I don't notice. So I think, um, you guys would enjoy that. And so, you know, I will definitely post it on, on my Instagram page. We will, we will have our own Instagram page for that, of course, but I will keep, keep you guys updated. If you like that kind of thing, the horror suspense thriller thing, which I happen to love. Um, I, I, I like a good twist ending in any type of movie. So, um, and maybe i will branch out a little bit into the, like, the kind of stuff that I really enjoy as well is, um, I'm a girl, so I like those romantic comedies or dra- romantic dramas. One of my favorites is called Letters from Juliet. And if you've seen it, you know, your heart just flutters. Um, so by the way, that's what inspired my name on my podcast, Juliet. Anyhow, so that's, that's what's coming up. And I just wanted to let you know, and I hope, I hope that you'll like it. I I hope that you will enjoy it as much as I'm, I think my husband and I will enjoy making those podcasts as well. All right, guys, um, I'm sending you my love and my peace. And until next time.